Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Um, the Asian Avengers. So weak. The Asian <laughs> Avengers. So weak. So, so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You want to get high. You like opium? Welcome back to another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, woo, woo. the podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And this is Mike Nguyen. We're coming at you live August 8th, 2020 from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, if you're listening to this on your phones right now, please take a screenshot, post it on Instagram stories, tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod, and tell your friends to listen to us, okay? This is, this is how we grow, and uh, as always, if you like the show, please donate to our Patreon. Patreon page is patreon.com slash Asian that Asian pod for bonus episodes and to get a shout out on the show. Um, yep. And if you're, oh, iTunes listeners, please review. Please leave a review. We love it. Uh, we love hearing from you on there. Yeah. Um, a lot of things on my mind right now that I want to get to. Um, yep. And, you know, this is something, you know, this this is a callback to episode one, really. Episode one for the old, old school anals. Old you school. Know, I had that issue about my rice cooker. How my girlfriend wouldn't let me keep my rice cooker on the on the kitchen, and mm-hmm. it was I was having an existential crisis because that's where uh, it belongs, I would right? Too. Yeah. And you know, it's it, there are all these little things that happen to you when you're in an interracial relationship. It's actually kind of hilarious. Um, yeah. But here's here's what happened to me. Okay, so my sister, who is also Japanese, because that's how genetics work, she was visiting. <laughs> she was doing a. She got married to this Brazilian guy, and they had this whole. Honeymoon plan, but it, it got canceled because of COVID. So now they're just doing like a road trip and they're going to like some of the states with like a lot of nature and camping grounds and stuff like yeah, that. So yeah, they like yeah, went yeah. to Maine, had a great time on their way back. They live in DC. So on their way back, they swung by New York and they wanted to have, um, they wanted to hang out with us. So my girlfriend suggested that we do lunch. She's like, I want to cook for you. I'm like, great. What can, what can go wrong? Boy, was I wrong. Okay. Here's what happened. <laughs> so what she was disaster. like, I want to cook for you. Okay. And I need to tell the story in a way that I'm not going to get canceled. And I'm not talking about getting canceled by Twitter. I'm getting, talking about getting canceled by my girlfriend. Okay. Uh-huh. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to just as a prerequisite, going to say she's, she's very nice and great cook. She's, she's a good cook. Her food is good. Yep. It's not about that. Okay. Yep. So this is a situation I haven't, I've never been in this before because I, my girlfriend has met my parents and my family, but we she's never cooked for them. And oh shit, okay, right. So like I didn't, I just I didn't really think of it was a big deal, but I was like, what are you making? And she was like, she's like, well, he told me my sister's like she said she wanted Mediterranean food, and I was like, that that 
There's no way she said that. That you made that up. <laughs> There's no way that I can imagine anyone related to me walking around being like, you know what I want to have for lunch today? Baklava. That's really? there's no way. She doesn't no. like Mediterranean food, huh? No, I mean, it's fine, but like I've never had a craving for it in my life. I don't know. Isn't it like Greek salads and shit? I don't fucking know. Like, anyway, so I was like, mm, that's already weird, but that's fine. <laughs> and I was like watching her like cook stuff for this event and i quickly realized that every time i had like of lunch lunch or dinner with her family her family is bulgarian so they eat a lot of mediterranean food over there because it's close to greek interesting every time i've had food over there um it's very good but it's like they just eat very different things over there you know it's a lot of dips right like a, a lot like of dips a, yep. a lot of dips and crackers and bread like you just yeah put, yeah a lot you of put, yeah they're like little mini sandwiches, but there's like sometimes there's no protein. Like you're just eating like a pickled eggplant or like a right, right. like a like a Pureed smashed tomato. Beans. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Again, very Delicious. tasty. Very tasty. Sure. But it's you a know tease. We're, we're we're dealing with uh we're dealing with a you know a, a Japanese person and a Brazilian person, right? These are arguably you know the people with the, with the top t- the top talents in the world. Okay, they're they're used <laughs> to the flavors. They're used to the spices. They're used to mm. a lot of dashi. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So oh, it's dashi, like yes, dashi. a lot of dashi. You know, so you, you gotta have beans. you gotta have yeah. your 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 food has to have soul. You understand? Like you, I need we need to put soul in the food, or they're not gonna like it. Yeah. So yeah, she's yeah. like preparing all this stuff, and it, it looks very pretty. Again, Mediterranean food is very pretty, but it's just like bread and dips, and I'm like. You you cannot serve this to my family. Okay, ah. <laughs> this is, you like it's good, but like this cannot be it. So uh-huh. I I had to add stuff to the menu. I was like, we, can we at least have like some sort of like meat option, like chicken or something that we can eat to like be full? So yeah. she made lamb and stuff. But okay. another interesting. So that was cool, but another thing she, but I had to like, I had to ask for this lamb, okay? Because it was, it was just originally. It wasn't, just it be cra- wasn't part of the regular package. You no, know, like, bro. Right, it, you know what I'm saying? Sh- it's like, oh, that's actually another ten dollars per plate <laughs> that you need to do. Okay, you didn't know Dude, about that, bro. It was like originally just gonna be like cucumbers and crackers. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Things, small uh, circular things to eat. Yeah. Yes. So like, so like that happens. I was like, good. But then, okay, this is another cultural cultural cl- clash that happened so like you know asian po- asian people like if you ate at my house okay we'd have a lot of different things but if you sat at the dinner table everything is on the table already okay oh, all I the see. food that we had made is I already so you yes. see you yes. see what's available and then you yes. calculate in your head i'm gonna i'm gonna have a little bit of this i'm gonna love to have a potato salad then i'm gonna have some chicken you know but yep. they do a thing where like they don't show you the meat Okay, it's like a magic trick. They don't show you the meat. <laughs> you so, just like, don't know. You just don't know what's about to happen. And, and I'm not even sure if the meat was like on the invite. Like I don't, you know what I mean? So like I knew about the meat, but I don't know if they knew about the meat. So like we were eating the crackers as if this was it. Yes. So so then 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 like when we dip, get done with the dip, we we she 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 brings that away. She she takes it away, then brings the lamb. But I'm yeah. already fucking. Full. I'm already full because we were eating at the speed as if the lamb was not an option. You know, you know. Uh, so it was just a lot of miscalculation. But and then it was how good. come you? But you? But then you ate too much. But you knew there was meat gonna. That was gonna. Yeah, happen. because we were like chatting and like I don't know. Uh, I just it was just I didn't know how to deal with the situation because I'm not used to like magic tricks when it comes to food. Uh-huh. Okay, so like, you were you know, full. You did get full from this. From this. I meal. did. Yes, oh, and sneaky and sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> So sneaky, so I'm sneaky, sneakily dude. full. Yeah, no, sneaky, but I feel yeah. Like, go ahead, keep going, keep going. So, so, so that happened, and I was like trying, and she like we like talked about this, and like we like almost got in a fight. I mean, I wasn't wow. trying to be a dick, but I was like just laughing at how like I, I just thought it was humorous. I thought the situation uh, was humorous uh, because like you know I'm not used to 
you don't don't hide the food from me. Put it on uh, the table. Huh, you know, like uh, you go huh. to, you know, you you go to an Asian person's house. The food is fucking on the table, or at least I can see it in the kitchen or something. You know, and so that was like another like cultural thing that happened. And uh, you know, I I I don't know who to talk about this to because I don't think a lot of my friends are in this situation. This like, unique feel situation. You. I feel you. Know? And, you and, and I can't talk to you about it because I know that you, you never have this problem. Well, no, but well, you know what I'm I'm hearing from all this. Okay, allow me to put on. My relationship counselor hat. Yes. Okay? Yes. Please. Please. All right. All right. Unz, tell me about your marriage. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You're German what, for some reason. Yeah. Unz, tell me a little bit more about your mother. No. Like. Okay. So what I'm seeing here, and I see this all the time, especially with Asian people, is that <laughs> this is really, this is really not about the food. This is about your relationship, <laughs> because here's the thing, because. When you come over to an Asian person's house, all right, you they're not just feeding you. They're trying mm. to flex on you as far as like, check out how much motherfucking food we got. Mm. We got so much property up in this motherfucker. Okay. Also, there's Hennessy on the wall that we may or may <laughs> not pull down, but you got it here. But, but because it's your it's your sister. She just got married. Mm. She's doing much better than you are in life. Y- yes. You know? <laughs> She just she has this nice Brazilian husband who's a doctor, mind He's a doctor. you, a doctor. <laughs> he they're coming over. You gotta flex on them, okay? Yes. I assume that you were probably wearing your traditional kimono at this point. Yes. You got you know, to most, flex. most formal. She, you know, Maria is in a tuxedo or whatever it is Bulgarians wear. <laughs> so I understand. I, and here's the thing: is that like Korean people are especially like this. First of all, Korean food, everything off the table. All the time, they have so yeah, much yes. food. That's what I table. like about those guys. So what happens <laughs> is that they don't even clear the food. That like the, as more food comes on, they just <laughs> push the old food out of the way until it falls off. And they're like, damn, some of this food on the ground though, we don't give a fuck that, because we that's just how got much more food, food. We have we got so much food. We're gonna bring more yeah. food on. Yeah, there's even Man, you know what? There's so much food. We got the grill on the table, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, no tricks here. We cook the food right in the fuck in front of yes. you. Yes, here's the no thing. Tricks. And 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 I I do this too when I have. Uh, uh, friends over is that is that it's all about it, it's not about being full or satisfied it's about the uh, like the visual presentation of just having mm. so much all the different shit you know yeah. I, I actually yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. funny because mediterranean food can be like that because there's like a lot of shit like you know what i'm saying yeah. if you do it right you, you got like a lot of shit and you got a fucking lamb that's spinning around and shit and you're like cutting that shit and you're like yeah, tossing yeah, yeah, it yeah, on yeah. people i i so i feel this was an interesting thing we should dig into later about your relationship <laughs> because it's about you, your anxiety about like, hey, I got to, you know, I got to make sure my sister and her doctor husband taken care of in this. Taken care of. Taken care of. That's yeah. what you need to do. I know. So but that's really just, what's going on. But instead of taking care of them, we just gave them pickles. You know, I, 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 I see what you're saying. I feel that sometimes, though, too, like I, I don't know if this is a white people thing, but like for for them. It's not always like this, but like sometimes for like nicer meals, there is a little bit of like they're trying to make it like a restaurant where it's like yes, oh, we're they have do this, and yeah. everything's very like kind of restrained, right? Like, like they change the time. plates and shit. Yeah, you yeah, know, like hey, hey, I want do the that. residue from the from the exactly. food from before, I so I can mix all the rib and mix together. <laughs> yes, my yes. my wife went, went once went to a, a dinner party, and you know it was like she had first moved to New York. She uh, this is like her her friend's friend right so like they go to this dinner party it's like a nice place upper east side blah 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 and she and she gets the she gets the salad she's like okay cool salad you know what there's probably some other shit 
She eats the salad. She doesn't eat too much of the salad too, because she's like, oh, I don't want to eat, you know, too much of right. the salad. You know? she's, she's calculating. She's calculating. She's calculating. She's eating the salad. That was it. That was all. <laughs> that was all. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo. 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 That's a that's a war crime. Okay. <laughs> That's a I that's would, a war crime. I would not wish that on my worst enemies. That was dude. great. Just the. She went out to like afterwards. They were having wine, and later on, she went like after she went home. She went and had like a hot dog. That's why you gotta have. That's why there's hot dog stands all over New York City because people are keep like switching it on each other. But you gotta have the hot dog. You know what I'm saying? It's That'll all, save you. The hot dogs are for the the people of color who die with their white friends. <laughs> who like I'm not, let me let me just step outside for a second for a smoke and they just get like chicken over rice. Yeah, that's why uh, I don't mind. I you know, that's why I don't mind when I go out to eat. You know, and I'm like I'm like okay, it's okay. I can just get a hot dog later. It's all good. Yeah, but um, you know, I think the whole thing is that food and 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 family and passion, all those things like all mixed together, man. That's what I know. We're, that's what we're here to talk about today, right, Fumi? That's right. That's right. And uh, I want to get our guest take on this because she's an expert in food. Yes. Uh, she was on a previous episode. She was on episode 73. Uh, check that out if you haven't already. Uh, she's a restaurateur, former chef at Karasu in Brooklyn. Uh, she's a chef based in here in New York. She's been featured on Vice Munchies a bunch, bunch of times. Uh, one of our favorite guests. So, so amazing. Uh, guys, let's get excited and please welcome Elena Yamamoto. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Ilya, um, do you how wh- what do you think about the situation that we just described here? Do you do you understand <laughs> what we're talking about, you know? I I totally know what you're talking about. It also makes me a little bit nervous to ever have you guys over here. <laughs> like the expectation is so high. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's been a while since I've had a dinner party, like, even without COVID times, just because I'm always at the restaurant. So, like, if I want to impress mm. someone, I'm just, like, come to the restaurant. I'll feed you. And, like, that's, right. the ult- that's the <laughs> ultimate flex. Yeah, but I saw I saw once really in one of your Vice videos, I, uh, um, yeah. you guys were all out, and then, you got, and then you guys were clearly hammered, because then you guys started making, like, fried chicken sandwiches with Doritos. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. yo, that's, that, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? You want to have... You're, you should feel like if you're at a dinner party, oh, this person's trying to kill me. You know, like they're, they're trying to kill me with food, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe yeah. you're giving me Doritos and chicken sandwiches. Yeah. 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 Well, I think like I was just with a friend and like his his roommate's not in food um, and he's he's also a chef. So his roommate was like recounting this time like that he cooked for his birthday. And he was like, it was just incredible. Like the timing of things and they were like, so many dishes that came out and like their side dishes. And I think what it made me realize is that there's a lot of people that cook at home. They cook like one thing, like the main yes. dish or whatever. Yes. And like, yes. like a little bit of side or whatever they do, like one plate. And I'm like, that's just not, that's not yes. how like the cooks, one, yeah. like, function. And, but then like, they're like, everyone is like incredibly impressed if you like have like multiple yes. side dishes. Multiple side dishes. Mm. And I'm definitely yes. the type of person that like wants the whole spread out and just like dig in family style. That kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. I mean, my wife does like, cause you know, she's Korean. The Korean people got like 45 dishes all at once, you know? And she, I like that. But, and, but <laughs> yeah. now she's got me like that too, because like, you know, I'm a bachelor. I'm like one bowl of cereal. That's it. Oh you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, how, yeah. That's my dinner. But now I'm like, oh, I can't just have this. I got to have like this other thing or, you know, like, 
yeah. uh, all these different dips and stuff like that too so yeah man i feel that um but yeah, yeah I, thanks yeah I, go ahead Fu. i you know you mentioned the relationship thing earlier and I, I think i just thought of this right now and i don't know why i didn't make this connection but when i was younger i would like we lived in ohio and um my mom would always be like what are your american friends eat Yes. And I was like, and I was like, I don't know. And then she was like, must be bread. And we would all laugh as a family. <laughs> We'd be like, ha, ha, ha. And then I, that's what I was doing. So then I was like, oh, my sister's going to tell my mom. And now she's going to roast me. Oh <laughs> so I God. think they there was had, that aspect of it. They just had bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yes, uh, you know, we decided to have you on the pod today. You know, that's okay. Let's 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 catch up our, our anals for people who have yes. not listened to the episode or know sure. what's going on. So, so I want to have you on because you had a, a very specific thing that happened to you, and I, and I think it's fascinating, um, just independently, but also considering what we're all going through. We've talked multiple times on the podcast about like how this has influenced a lot of people's lives, their jobs. Um, people are questioning the future of New York. Uh, what, what you know, when is it going to come back? Some people say it's when the vaccine comes out, but I, I feel like you have a sort of a different angle on everything because you're kind of on the inside. Um, part of what makes New York amazing is like the restaurant and the bar scene, which you work in. Uh, so we just kind of wanted to ask you about that. But to, to fill our listeners in real quick, Last time you came on, you came on with your business partner, uh, Yael Pete. Shout out. Shout out to Yael. Um, you guys were working at Karasu together, which was like a really hip, like Japanese you just restaurant. Left. You had just and left. You had just, you had yep. just left. And yeah. you were telling us about starting your own project and how exciting you were. And you had just got, you, I think at the time you were looking for investors, but. The, the, then like you and I caught up like not too long ago when you had one of your like pop-up restaurants which I also talked about in a different episode you had gotten some people to invest in you guys and I think Furries was getting like not Furries Furies was getting uh, <laughs> some Furries tight restaurant dude <laughs> furies. you never know furies. what's gonna furies. happen never know oh, what's oh, gonna furies. happen Furies is tight well, too okay yeah fair enough a, a bowl of rice I think not nah, you're getting a, a, a skunk dildo up your butt nope uh, <laughs> so you were getting some buzz because you had some like kind of we're not gonna mention your names but you had some like famous restaurant people in New York investing yeah, in your on. project, right? So before we kind of get into kind of your you know situation, and which I think the listeners will enjoy, uh, as just like if somebody who works in the business, you know, like th- a lot of things are opening up. Me and Mike live in Bedside, like a lot of things are opening up around us. Uh, I was biking by Fort Greene the other day; everything was open. It seems like restaurants were popping. Um, so from the outside, it seems like they're doing okay. But from your from your kind of viewpoint you know what's your take on like the state of the restaurant industry right now in new york as it stands shit is bleak <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it's like yeah. really like um i don't know it's it's definitely hard like I, I mean this is this is the problem with the food industry in general even in good times there's like a huge disconnect between what the customer is experiencing and what is actually happening in the restaurant and i think you know, as like the the news was kind of like talking about food service industry and all of that, like early on in the pandemic and like when things were closing, I think there were a lot of people that were shocked to hear that like your your the margins in restaurants are as small as they are. I mean, like yeah. mm-hmm. at at a restaurant, like you are hoping to get like to make ten percent, like. Right which is tiny and ridiculous. And for the most part, like if you were to like start a new industry or like, you know, start a new business, like you don't want to be making 10% profit. (laughs) Like that's crazy. That's stupid. And, um, 
but that's the thing like i mean a lot of people are more hovering around like the seven percent range and so mm-hmm. like i think there's like and that's like good times right. so mm. there's always been this disconnect so right now when you're walking around brooklyn like there's definitely people outside eating there's people you know walking around getting drinks to go take out all that but i think from um just like talking to different friends who are struggling like with their own restaurants and everything. Um, people are barely breaking even they're keeping the lights on. That's, that's what's happening. Like they're not, no one is thriving no matter how good it looks. Like it's really just, they're just trying to scrape by and hold on to the point where they can, get beyond this like when things like actually open up and people Mm -hmm. start buying things again um Mm -hmm. and even then it's gonna take it's gonna take so long to get to the point where people are actually making money Mm -mm. Um, so 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 having said all that you did the ballsiest thing in the world and you know you had been working on your own restaurant idea for a while you had found a spot a cute spot in the west village you had put some money down uh this is like i don't know february march ish and then Corona went wild in New York, right? Or in, in New York and in America and the world. The world was on fire. And you and your business partner, like, were still gonna go with it. You were still kind of gonna proceed with your plans at, yeah. at the moment. Well, Can you kind of talk about... Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was your, like, thought process about, like, were you sort of like, well, maybe this won't be so bad or maybe, you know, you, you, you know, like, it was going to be a small shutdown or, 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 yeah, just, like, sort of what was the timeline for that? Um. So we had signed earlier in the fall um but or i guess like our, our our actual lease didn't start until january so we had found this spot we were in negotiations it takes a long time to negotiate everything and we signed in january and then we mm-hmm. got tripped up on a lot of different kind of um building things and permits and legal stuff um so like the entire process of opening a restaurant is just long and fraught with many, many different, you know, kind of like terrible situations. Um, and then, so when the shutdown happened, um, like DOB shut down, like department of buildings and everything. So there was no construction. So we had -hmm. to put everything on pause right? regardless of what, like, it didn't matter. Like you can't keep building out. Like, it's not like we could just like, It's like, oh, it didn't matter that we didn't have customers. We could keep going. We just, we were forced to stop, Um, which was fine because it was within our first six, like, so our lease, we had negotiated to get six months free rent, um, Mm. which is relatively typical for a restaurant. Mm. Like it depends on the landlord, how many months you get. But so we had that six month build out period um, because that's like, you know, it's to the landlord's benefit for you to not start as deeply in debt, like based on right. how they want you right. to succeed so that you can stay there for longer. So Got it. we were still within that cushion period. So we didn't pay rent, but we had put down a sizable deposit. Um, right. Plus like paying for design and legal and architecture and all that stuff. So um, we had already invested quite a bit of money into this project, like even though it hadn't opened up yet. So I kind of like, and also like my, my, dad invested so it was Mm. it was there was family money involved so i felt very like like okay the city's shutting down maybe it's only for a little bit like shit was bad in china but like overall it wasn't like 
an entire year shut down. It was still only a few months. I'm like, well, that's still within our six month time period. So we might be able to negotiate with our landlord and, you know, stretch things out. So it didn't feel totally insane to Mm -hmm. keep moving forward. And also Mm -hmm. I felt like I had an obligation to make the money back that we had already put into the project. So I was like, you know, stupidly very optimistic and like, okay, well, you know, we just have to move forward with this. Like, this is, this is what we have to do. So then like, as things are developed, like every week, there's like something new happening. You hear like a different restaurant is closing or, you know, like the cases are so high and New York was like hit really hard, obviously. So it was, I don't know, getting more and more depressing and like really worrisome. And we were just like, all right, just focus on branding right now. Like if we can like keep that happening, then that's good. Like we'll stay kind of like relevant in the public eye, even though this project is getting pushed and hopefully people will still care about what's happening to us. And Mm -hmm. like the hype will be there. So they'll come when we do open. And then, um, uh, phase two happened and construction was going to be allowed again. And, uh, you know, that was also like in the midst of all the protests happening. And so Yael and I had had a lot of discussions about like, okay, what does it mean for restaurants to exist in this new world? How do we address like the real issues within the food industry in terms of like equity and like, uh, I don't know, just everything. Like there's so many problems within the food industry. Right, right. So we're like, okay, how do we address these? This is like what we want to do. This is how we're going to deal with COVID. If we we open and we still have to do 50% capacity, like are we going to be able to uh, make the money back? Are we going to be able to pay our investors back? So we like came up with a plan and this was like a, I don't know, like a Monday or a Tuesday, we were talking with our other partner and he's like, well, so I set up demolition to start on next Monday. And I was like, like, I mean, I've been like having panic attacks about this for the past year. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> um, but um, then I was like, oh, shit, like, Yael, we really need to like touch base with all of our investors and make sure that they still want to be in this. Right. Because we we had kind of gone silent because there were just too many things moving and it, it felt like if we say one thing, then it changes the next week, whatever. So we had been right. quiet. So we're like, let's just check in and like not tell them that this is their time to get out if they want to get out, but also kind of like, you know, let's be optimistic. But right. this will at least mm. will open up the conversation for that. And, Didn't and you're how, like, how, yeah. Oh, sorry. Didn't your like business partner tell you like e- it might even be a good time to open or something like that? Yeah. So he like he was like in in some ways it could be good because if and when we do open, there's going to be less competition. Yeah. And <laughs> less competition everyone's is dead. Good. Everyone's nice. dead. People yeah. are dead. <laughs> Nailed so, it. I'm just like, I'm just picturing him like yeah. <laughs> pointing at the graph like guys less competition one million cases less competition, less competition. <laughs> anyway so we sent this email out to all of the which investors. we got by the way <laughs> yeah. we were not well, an investor but we got it <laughs> well I just figured like you should you should know you cared about what's happening so like I like I'll just let them know like we're like trying to like do this whatever so we sent this out and it was like trying to be really positive it was a Friday um, and I like you know, wrote this thing, whatever. And then within 10 minutes of sending this email, 
one of our main investors who happens to be pretty big in the food industry in mm -hmm. the world, um, not just New York, called us and was like, girls, get out of this deal. Wow. Like, do not. He's do just a like, bail right forward. now. Got it. Yeah. He's like, do not spend another penny and get your lawyers on like getting you out of this lease immediately. <laughs> like, wow. He, I think he tends to be um, even more pessimistic than me when I think about <laughs> things. Like I like I'm incredibly frugal, like maybe to a fault and like am very cautious about kind of like what I do and and how I pursue things, but like he was even more so. And he basically yeah. was just like saying everything that we knew. Like right. we had a gut feeling about it. And he he was just like, New York is not going to bounce back for years. Like yeah, wow. after, after 9-11, it took three to four years for tourism to come back. And that was just New York. Right. And this is something that affects the entire world. So he's just like right. this, like if, if you had already, if he was like, if you had already started construction on the kitchen, then like, I'd say, don't touch the dining room. Don't spend any money on that. Just like push forward with a to-go plan, whatever. Um, and try and build up that way, which will be hard because we don't have an established brand and right, like right, established right, right, right. loyalty. Um, but we hadn't started any demolition yet. So he's like, this is like, unfortunately, it's not a reflection of you and your talent or the strength of the idea. It's really just like the worst timing in the entire world. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what was that? What, what was that like getting that phone call? So so immediately basically after that that email especially I mean, from this person you know specifically yeah it was it was devastating um i yeah like when when people say they felt crushed like it really was like mm -hmm. i felt truly crushed like physically emotionally mentally everything um and uh and he was just like i'm so sorry to to call you and tell you this but also i i so appreciate that he like I mean he's running multiple restaurants and having to make terrible decisions about so many different things and so he's just I I super appreciated that he took the time to call us um and that also made me take what he was saying even more seriously right like <clears throat> you know that he's like in like really investing in like making sure that we get immediate feedback and good advice. Um, yeah. and so we kind of just like sat with that for the day. And then I called my dad that night <laughs> and <Yep. laughs> the report um, called the dad. <laughs> Gotta call the dad. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, uh, let me lay out what, you know, this person said, um, and kind of what Yael and I are thinking. And I was like, really kind of, leaving it up to him to push us in either direction. Like I was, I was thinking that we should like pull out, but it was also his money. So I was going to like say at that point it was just his money. So, um, I was going to say like, you know, if you really want us to do this, we will do this. Cause like, I feel a huge amount of responsibility, like that you trusted me and believed in my idea and put your own money into this. Um, which was huge because my parents are also extremely frugal and like, um, but he was just like, Alina, like if a typhoon is coming, 
the ships don't leave the port. <laughs> right, like, right, 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 right. Mm, mm. This is this is one hundred percent absolutely a huge typhoon. <laughs> like wow, it, it what a what a, what a poetic way sense. to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next day. We sent yeah. out a really sad email. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but that email was like that. That email was like a sentence long, right? Yeah, it was so, it was so short. I was just and like, it, I'm so, you know, I don't know. Can't we? So can't did, did you move forward? Did you? So did you like lose the money? All that money that he had had invested was just like you just had to kind of take it or whatever. Just this is gone. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we that's always like, talk. That's like college, man. You know, what a holy crap. It is. Um, it is. And I, I said that. I was like, well, it's kind of, I'm like, I'm sorry you paid for like another round of college. And he's like, right. actually, it's a little bit more expensive than yeah, college. Yeah, but like, yeah. we still had more fundraising to do. Like, we hadn't right. reached our goal yet. Mm. And the fact that, like, you know, some of these, like, really big, pretty wealthy investors pulled out because it felt like right. they were throwing away money. I was like, if they can't give us money, yeah, there's they can't no do it. possible way that yep. we're going to get more. So yeah. either mm. we were going to have to like cut our budget by a ton or just, I don't know. When don't know you, we when you from. got that, when you got that call from the, the main investor who you took his advice, uh, yeah. uh, you know, it sounded like you were kind of on his side. Was there like, did your uh, business partners, was there a point where they're like, no, nah, I think we should keep going. Like, was there any of that or was everybody kind of in agreement? It's okay that if, if there was some disagreement, because I, you know, if you pour your life and soul and money into this thing for one or two years, like I could even, I, I could see you being, I could see anyone being sort of myopic about the situation, you know, like yeah. you poured so many hours into this, like for how sure. can you just stop, you know, like, like who are you after yeah. that? You know what I mean? Like, I, was, no, was there I any know. of that? huge identity crisis afterwards um (laughs) i think uh i think we were all i think we were all nervous about moving forward and and i think there was a little because there's three of us involved in this um and i think we were all kind of being fake optimistic with each other because yeah. we thought we needed to do it for the other person because we didn't yeah, have anything yeah, yeah. else lined up, you know? So oh. it's like, okay, well, like, let's just, like, keep going. We can keep pushing. Like, I know Yael felt that responsibility because it was, like, my family that's going to bear the brunt of this. And then our other partner, he has other restaurant projects and everything, but he was really excited about this one, too. And he was like, well, we already spent so much money. And, and also, this is, like, what are you girls going to do after? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Um, and so I Did think you... we were all... yeah. We were just all try, like putting on a brave face. Um, right. So it's, it's, pro- it's, I don't know. It's good that our hand was kind of forced, I think, to like, we had to have that conversation. So after you send this email, it, you know, you get out of the, uh, your various contracts, you're sitting there. Uh, at what point did you decide, okay, time to go back to grad school? Was it, was there anything like that? Was there, <laughs> was there anything where you're like, okay, dad, let's do this. All right. Paralegal, you know, like, did, did, did you have a crisis like that? Or, or was there, was it like, okay, I just gotta, you know, kind of pick up the pieces and move yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, I have gone through many, many emotions since this has all happened. Um, I can't believe that this was just June. It, it feels like a lifetime ago at this right, point. Right, right, yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, especially, like, there's so much, like, 
depressing shit happening in the food industry. Like there's so many like really big disappointing things that are happening also within like, you know, like, I don't know, people saying bullshit and like getting canceled and all this other, like there's just like so much like, there's so much angst within the food industry in addition yeah, to the fact for sure. that so many people are out of work and so many people are just barely getting by and like really like unhappily struggling through. Um, I like, yeah, I've had many conversations with Yael, other people like just like, do, is this even something that I want to still do? Like, right, is right. this something mm. that like, Oh my God. Yeah, which is crazy because I've I've devoted so like so much of my adult life to this and like, you know, even um I don't know, Yael and I have talked to like, well, you know, the design stuff doesn't go away. Like we spent a shit ton of money on that, but it could be applied to this project even if we have a different space in, you know, three, four, five years or something. But then right. I'm just like, Do I do I really wanna open a restaurant right. and go through all of that when I'm pushing 40 I don't know that I want right. to do that I don't know right, that right, I right, like right. have that kind of energy like I know people do it but it's exhausting like it's one thing to do it at 33 but like it's another thing to do it later and like yeah is that is that what I really want like it's I don't I don't always think in like I mean, I try and think long term, but like, I'm not the type to make like a five year plan, you know? Yeah, and yeah. Like, having yeah. that kind of like looming over me, it just felt like really, I don't know. I'm just like, do do I want to do this? Do I want to be in the public eye? Do I want to like open myself up to that kind of criticism? Am I contributing yeah. anything good? Are restaurants even worth doing anymore? <laughs> like, right. Yeah. 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 So. One of the things that you said to me when we chatted a little bit earlier that like really crushed me is you were saying like, you know, how your parents were, like, confused about you to begin with because you wanted to do, uh, be in the restaurant business. And you were, like, just, you were so close to getting their approval or, like, maybe you had just gotten it. You know, they were just starting to come around and be like, oh, you know, she actually does know what she's doing and, you know, she's on these TV shows and, and... and then this happens, and then it's almost like all that confidence. You know, it's kind of like they're not gonna say it to you, but you know they're like told you so kind of vibes. You know, and like yeah, that yeah. must be that must be so like soul crushing. I can't even imagine what what that yeah, is like. You know, I mean, they they've been really supportive about it because I think they do see that um, working in hospitality has been very character building for me in a lot of ways. Like. Like my dad mm. recently said, like, you know, I think it's really impressive how you can like handle people that you don't necessarily like get along with, but like can like, you know, I if I like have issues like with interpersonal relationship, I just go into like restaurant mode essentially and I'm like, Okay, well you're yeah. just a customer that I, I need to figure out how to work <laughs> with, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, um, just like dealing with like all the different types of people just to get something done in new york i feel you know like i i get nervous yeah. if i ask to have a, a plumber come over and you're like talking to <laughs> like designers and builders and lawyers and all that shit you know it, yeah. it, it's got to be like you know you, you i mean chefs i already feel are tough as nails and now it's like now you're also like you have an mba also you know because like, you were trying to, <laughs> trying to make it really a, was like you know it really was a crash course and like my dad made a good point he was just like i don't think you would have learned as much as you did learn had you not pursued it with money on the line had it not been right. something that was There's like real. really real like right. instead mm. of just like a 
practice in theory kind of thing. Um, yes, yes, yes. Which is which is true. Um, but yeah, I mean, they they're everyone knows it's like this wasn't my fault. <laughs> like right, like yeah. every like we tried so hard. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, did, yeah, yeah. We did all of the things that we were supposed to do. We like partnered with really good people. We had like press was on our side for the most yeah. part and like it felt like things were going well and the fact that the world fell apart i have to remind myself it's not that's that's so beyond my control <laughs> like yeah yeah so yeah. Um, um and it, and my parents like understand that too they're just you know like all right that happened that's okay. Yeah. You're gonna be okay. So it's um it's not too late to become a comedian. Okay, come on over. So life's come safe on here. Over. We, bar- we, ba- we barely lose money. Barely. Okay. Very steady amount of money we lose. Um, just but net zero. Yeah. Just just yeah. to kind of expand it out back to the city. I mean, you know, is it like what does New York City, or, or I guess America? I don't know whatever. But especially New York, because like, you know, the restaurant bar going out culture is so big here and was so it's so much about what the city is about uh i mean what does new york look like if there's no you know there's no uh chefs there's no cooks there's no waiters there's no bartenders you know what i'm saying like what do you do right like what do you think's gonna happen to the future of new york new york just doesn't feel like new york anymore or it's not like all the things that we loved about it are kind of gone and like even with outdoor dining, like yeah, you can yeah. go out, you can do that, but like the weather sucks in New York. The weather sucks. There's, yeah, it's it sucks. I mean, whenever I would eat out before uh, before the pandemic, there would be tables outside, and I would always be like, yeah. why would anyone want to sit outside in New? There is a pile <laughs> of trash this high, <laughs> and there's yeah. a bum pissing in it. And then, like, a yeah. rat is is fighting him. And I'm just like, what? you know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't Paris. This isn't Vienna. You know? Yeah. Like, when you go to Paris, you're like, oh, it's beautiful. The, there's the sand. The, you know, there's beauty. You know, there's a beautiful French people. You know, there's a guy with an accordion. No, there's a guy here with an accordion masturbating. Okay? That's, that's, that's New York City. Yeah. So, yeah. It doesn't... It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And then like what, like we've had thunderstorm. We had that week of what was it? Hail every day. Oh my <laughs> God. It's like, great out here. It's totally great. Oh man. Huh? How's your oh baklava? Yeah. Oh my God. Just like, just like total, it's just trash. It's total trash. And like, <laughs> and then also the winter, the winter, winter sucks. sucks. Winter like sucks. what's gonna, what's gonna happen yeah. then? Um, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen in New York. I don't think i've heard anyone with any really good ideas either right um and i think it's really hard it's hard for restaurant owners to come up with those ideas because right now they are just furiously we're just trying to survive you know like and i think like when i see a lot of like criticism on social media like when as i'm like doom scrolling like everyone's just like oh you know chefs need to like talk like write more about this and they need to address this issue and they need to come up with this and i'm just like dude back yeah, off yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just so not fair to put all of the responsibility on these small business owners it's like yeah there's yeah. definitely chains that have like time to do that but for the most part my friends who are like trying to make it work like they can hardly they can hardly make it work. They're not they're not right. bringing in an income for themselves. Like they're right. trying to make it work for their staff and like to come up with an entirely new system when the industry itself is not 
prepared to accommodate that. Like, even people talking about, like, getting rid of tipping, like, Mm. that's so complicated, and it's so much more than just an individual restaurant decision. Like, that's, like, a very... It has to be, like, a a whole industry change all at once, and, like, that takes organization, and that takes conversation, and you know what? That takes time, which people don't have when they're just trying to make ends meet. Yeah. Are a lot of your friends... are, Are you seeing a lot of your friends, like, get out of the game and... You know, I, I, you guys are kind of like breaking up the band a little bit. Like, you, you know, y- Yael is, is going one place and you're going another place. You're, you're about to, we're about to lose you. New York City is about to lose you. You're, you're going to move to San yeah. Francisco. You know, I yeah. mean, are, are a lot of, a lot of your friends like becoming fucking investment bankers? I have no idea. <laughs> like what, what, yeah, is, I, that's I, that's not it. you know what I'm saying? Like what, you know, it, what, what's yeah. the move? I mean, I don't know. I think. Not there's definitely been a lot of people that have left the city who are like going to the suburbs or different places or whatever. It's like, you know, I I didn't seek out San Francisco. I happened to get a job there, so that's why I'm I'm moving there. And honestly, I just have to go where the work is at this point because there just aren't options. Um, That's crazy. So and like same with Yael and her move um, out to Washington State. So it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna like I mean it's what's crazy though is that like so I studied art right like that's what Mm. I had wanted to do I wanted to work in museums (laughs) I want to do that and then I was just like oh disaster you know screw this like I didn't like that whatever and I was like I'm gonna get into food you know where I'm always gonna be able to get a job food food is like reliable (laughs) everyone eats like food is around the world I mean, that's the thing is that like to a, to a large extent, you were right. You are right. Everybody has to keep eating. And but like yeah. even like I, you know, I think we talked about this before. We knew it was bad when other doctors were also not working. Do you know? Like yes. uh, when, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like unless you were like a straight up ER doctor, you know, who was yeah. getting crushed. If you were like anything else, like nobody was going to the podiatrist. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine yeah. going to medical school and having a <laughs> MD? And having a practice and going, oh, mom, dad, I'm going to have to move back in. You know, the podiatry, <laughs> not working out, not working out. I guess I have no. to go back to go into food. <laughs> I, I want to no. kind of wrap up. I want to wrap up the discussion is, you know, a lot of our listeners, they, they follow, they, they've got dreams they want to follow. We're following our dreams. I don't know what that means. But, uh, you know, you went through this. It, it You know, it's just like you said. It, it's like, it's, it's not just that you... Uh, sort of didn't get to accomplish your goal but you also like you know you took a hit like your family took a hit like real hit um you know what 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 would you say you know you learned from the uh, learned from this such that you could advise someone who's thinking about doing something like this do you feel it was worth it you know would you do it again you know what i'm saying Oh man, those are big questions. <laughs> what do I do it again? I, I, I think I, I probably would do it again. I did, I did learn a lot. Um, I yeah. wish, in some ways, I wish we hadn't gone as far as we had gone. Like I wish, mm. like things had happened earlier. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, whatever. You can't help that. But um, I do think that it was worth doing, and because I went through that in pro- entire process. I was able to get this other gig that happened. Right, right. And, like, you know, all of the things that I learned, like, the fact that I am able to understand kind of the business end of it, which I didn't totally understand before, that 
made me more attractive for this new position. So it's like, cool. you know, I, I do think like it was good and failure is good to experience sometimes. Like it hurts. Mm. It's terrible. Yeah. It's totally like it shakes up your entire like sense of self, especially in this kind of capitalist world that we live in. Like I, it sucks, but I also think that, um, learning how to be resilient and also patient, um, is a good thing. So I mean, hopefully I'm not wrong. Who knows? I haven't started this new job yet. So. <laughs> sounds sounds like you're still in denial. Uh, okay, thank you very much for having me. No, okay, no, that, I, I think that's important. I think I th you know yeah. we're 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 always going to be fans of you, and uh, we're excited. And we you know, hey man, we eventually I assume. Oh my God, if people don't go out to eat, what why, why would they go out to see, listen to jokes? That's what I'm thinking about right dude, now, dude. That, that's when There's she no said <laughs> when she was like, well, you know, I learned the skill and it got me helped me get this other job. I cannot imagine us yep. putting any any of this on it. a resume. <laughs> if you put this if you put this podcast on your resume, you will not get the next job for sure. There's so many, dude. There, there I this is this is kind of an aside, but I do not update my LinkedIn for. I mean, because I kind of don't want people to be able to easily find me out to, hold on, to link yeah, my yeah. comedy self with my other normal self. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like a bunch of Mike Nguyen. So maybe if I'm yes. applying for a job, go, oh, man, OK, we're going to hire this guy. Not not, you know, uh, uh, it's a good thing you're not like this other Mike Nguyen comedian guy. Yeah, 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 I yeah. Keep hearing funny about. If you, <laughs> oh, if you, no, totally. That guy's a douche. You know, yeah. Yeah. It'd be oh, funny man. if you if you spells your name at work like M I K E like it's a different yeah. Mike. Yeah, you know? no, I, I, should, oh, man, I, I like, totally I should change it. Switch it. I, I should. I'm actually John. John. John Tran. John that's my name. John. Um, <laughs> oh man. Oh, why? Oh, well, hey, hey, Fumi, what you, what you, uh, what's, what's that sound you're doing? Doing? Over there, <laughs> um, uh, this, uh, nothing. Definitely just eating cereal. Nothing else. Nothing else happening here. <laughs> <laughs> nothing weird. No, I've heard that sound when Japanese people make it. And trust me, it is not usually eating cereal. But it does look like you're eating cereal. What got that looks good as hell. What 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 uh what what is that? What is that? It's man? funny you ask. It's actually Magic Spoon. Oh man, I've heard about Magic Spoon. It's really uh it's 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 pretty crazy. It's zero sugar, eleven grams of protein, and only three net carbs in each serving. It's got four flavors: cocoa, fruity, frosted, blueberry. Blueberry is my favorite. Oh man, I'm a big fan of frosted myself. Uh, it uh, tastes amazing. Honestly, too good to be true. It's keto friendly, gluten friendly, grain free, soy free, low carbs, GMO free. This sounds like that mm, um, mm. Kanye West workout song. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so go to magicspoon.com/asian to grab a variety pack and try it today. Be sure to use our promo code Asian at checkout to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for mm -hmm. any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash Asian and use the code Asian for free shipping. We thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring the podcast. Now back to this. <laughs> das Race News today is... Really pertinent to what's going on because we've been kind of following this story. It's about uh, Bon Appetit. And it's kind of crazy because uh, this article kind of reminded me that at the beginning of the pandemic, I was watching so much Bon Appetit stuff. I was like, I was like, oh, constantly watching it. All the different kinds of things. I went and watched some of their old stuff too. And now, like, they're nowhere. Uh, for people who don't uh, kind of remember, 
um, the Bon Appetit um, leadership got called out, right? He got removed, uh, and uh, the uh, un- under the allegations that the um, the people of color chefs were not being paid uh, as equitably. They weren't being paid as well as um, the white chefs who were appearing and, and and doing the YouTube videos. So there's this whole thing, and you know, Bon Appetit has kind of gone dark for a little bit while all these negotiations are happening. But now there's been an update, and it doesn't look good. Okay, it's and I'll read the uh, the headline here. It says five Bon Appetit stars have exited the test kitchen. The test kitchen is sort of like that video uh space they have and and that's really where like kind of like the the foundation of of uh the whole like operation is so i'll read it here uh in simultaneous statements released on twitter and instagram on thursday priya priya krishna uh sole alwale and rick martinez announced they've left the publication's enormously popular video series the decision comes after negotiations with Condé Nast entertainment for more equitable pay which the company's video leadership promised but which krishna uh, says was just quote unquote lip service. Mm. So I believe I believe they're still working for the magazine, Condé Nast magazine, which is like a separate thing. And yeah. recently, actually, um, Condé, uh, um, the Bon Appetit magazine, excuse me, Bon Appetit magazine just uh, hired a uh, a woman of color to sort of lead that. So maybe that's going to be dope. But I mean, you know, they're not going to be on Test Kitchen. That that was the the big thing. This was a huge huge like uh uh uh, platform right and 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 uh, millions of views for each each thing um but uh i I don't know they they, like tweeted about it and 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 they were they they basically couldn't come to an agreement about how much uh they were going to be featured on the show uh, on the shows on on in the videos and also like they they, you know they couldn't get into agreement about how much they're going to get paid you know, it's mm-hmm, it's kind of mm-hmm. crazy. I don't know. I mean, um, yeah. Alina, have you had you heard about that? Like, have you have you been keeping up with this? Do you have friends who are in the that circle? I, I don't have anyone in that circle. I have been paying attention. Um, what a mess! Like, it's like such <laughs> such a mess. Well, you've done you've done stuff for all kinds of you know media brands out there cooking food and shit. Like, I don't know if you've yeah. experienced that yourself or. I mean, I I. When I heard the amount of money that they were getting and were upset about getting, I was just like, fuck you guys. I hardly get paid at all. Like, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> but then I'm just like, then I'm like, oh, God, have I been taken advantage of? And I just didn't yeah. realize. I just assumed that that was like the going rate. Um, right. I don't know. Because I like I'm not in media. Media is not my thing. I do restaurants. And that's kind of like... Um, that that's been my focus so really anything that i got paid for outside of a restaurant right yeah i I feel like they they bring this up bo and yang had a very good tweet reply to it so i think priya krishna had tweeted this thing she posted three screenshots of her note app and explained the whole thing and they're saying like you know uh chefs or i was gonna say chefs of color cocs cocks (laughs) you know they're often carelessly framed as experts of their communities that's something that you and i experienced one time when we did a youtube thing you know it's like oh you're japanese you must know the history of ramen it's like no i fucking i don't know anything you know yeah yeah Uh, yeah. and and, you know not like you don't have the privilege to walk away right like a lot of comedians you know if somebody comes up to you and says hey lena do you want to do a thing for complex media you'd be like yeah and they'd be like, we're going to pay you $50. You're not really in the position to walk away because you want the, uh, you know, this is back then you when want, you're still doing the restaurant, yeah. but you want the exposure, right? They're yeah. going to pay you an exposure. 
And yeah. Bo and Yang respond and it was like, you know, this fucking sucks. I'm so sorry, Priya. I can't wait to see you thrive in an environment that values you. And I, I think about that a lot because I think for a lot of, I don't know if it's an Asian thing or a POC thing, but we don't necessarily value ourselves because oh, yeah, I, think, for sure we don't. I, I think it's related to the fact that like we're not really on tv or like you don't see a lot of like asian leaders i mean right. maybe in food there's a few but in comedy certainly not i mean i was just thinking about this isn't that long ago when uh, there was a book called the flash boys or something that, it, that was really popular it's like a new york best time seller and it's about uh, uh this guy who works in on wall street and they're gonna make a movie adaptation with aaron sorkin and aaron sorkin was like i can't have an asian lead because uh, there are no asian stars or the asian mm. leads don't make money the asian leads don't make money is what he said specifically and things like that kind of trickle down and it, as as an Asian comedian, sometimes I, I think like, well, maybe I, you know, oh, I, well, they're not going to put me on because um, I, if I do it, people aren't going to show up and not make money. I, I believe that for a long time. I still kind of believe yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I, yeah, therefore, like we're a liability then rather than an asset. I mean, you and I are like going through this contract right now and it's almost like every time we have to remind each other like, no, we're good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, we, uh, we, yeah. we're constantly shitting on each other. We're like, no, right. we're, we're, we're no, just talking yeah, about yeah. bust-ups. We're going to quit, blah, blah, blah. Right. But it's like, <laughs> I, I wish that I didn't have to say, say that to make my feel make myself feel better. I wish that I could just be like, Nah, this is a good podcast. But I, yeah. I have such a hard time yeah. saying that. It's it's yeah. such a, a weird thing because you know to your point, Alina, like people, um, you you know you you don't you don't know about this space necessarily, which is totally understandable, right? And hey, these people, uh, like yeah, Priya, uh, and 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 the other um, uh, uh, people of color, the the chefs of color, they you know may not have known either hey you know they're they're food people they're food experts and stuff like that but you know hey the the white chefs were getting paid so you couldn't are you you know so the argument that like oh well maybe because you know you're not that famous you shouldn't get uh some money that doesn't really work because these other i had never heard of any of these other chefs before either yeah and they were getting they were getting the cash so I'm like, yeah. okay, well, you know, I, it's, it's, I, I don't know all the, the, the stuff about the contracts and stuff like that, but like, yeah. I feel like it's pretty straightforward. Pay them as much as you pay these other people. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, think, like, I don't know why, I, I don't know where, I don't know what rubric they're using where they can't It's the white variable. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think the, the, the issue that, I mean, it really is like a systemic issue, right? Because like the people that got famous first. So even if you're talking yeah. about it in terms of seniority, the people sure. that were allowed to be in those videos first yes. were white people. So yes, they automatically true. have seniority, which like they, the people of color didn't even have that opportunity. So there's not going to be like even saying it's based on seniority, you're not accounting for the fact that like there was a mm, barrier there. Right. Um, so like that's an issue. Also, transparency is an issue. This whole right. idea of not talking about how much you're paid, um, right? Really, just like hurts your ability to negotiate. Um, like because it, who who tells you how to like? No one teaches you how to negotiate. That's something you have yep. to learn, either through mentors or just through it happening and all of that. Like I at one point, um, uh, while I was still living in Japan, I was talking to a friend of mine there and was feeling really upset about this one kind of job that I was doing. I was like, I'm just working so many hours and I have no support and I'm not getting paid and like the way that I feel like I should, but I don't really know what's appropriate. And he's just like, just because you love what you do does not mean that you don't deserve to get paid for it. So like, and I think yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. like people take advantage of your passion so oh, 100%. often. 
Yes. Like, they're like, well, you love it and this is interesting and this is good for you. So I'm not like, you're, you're getting some sort of fulfillment out of it beyond monetary. So we don't have right. to take care of like, so right, right. that's like, and I think that's part of what happens in food, like definitely. And like the test kitchen and stuff, they're like, well, you know, you're getting all these followers, you're getting all this like exposure. You love working in the kitchen. You like being on camera. So like, why aren't you okay with this but it's like yeah yeah i don't know it's just a little more complicated than that also like yeah i mean i'm sure like the job i think the issue is that they weren't hired for that job to begin with yeah they were hired to be working in the kitchen and then suddenly they're being wrapped into these videos and there was no like real moment of like okay now we're adding this to your your responsibility right to your responsibilities we're compensating you for in addition to what you're actually doing instead of it just getting rolled up and then like becoming this kind of thing. I don't know. And, and, and you, and you kind of bring up a great point too about, you know, one for me as a consumer, when I was watching these videos, yeah, you know, Hey, I liked uh, all the different people on there, but what made it all so good was all the different people who were on there, all the diversity, all the different kinds of uh, perspectives you were getting. So yeah. you can make the argument that the reason why this was successful in the first place was, was, it wasn't just certain kinds of people being shown on the YouTube. It was uh, on the on the YouTube videos. It was all these different kind of perspectives. So mm-hmm. they're entitled to some of that equity because they helped make it successful. Whereas I think a lot of times they people think, oh well, uh, th- these videos are successful uh, and because you know we did all the work and and you know you you kind of were just in the background just hanging out. Yeah. And that, you know, like that, that gray area, I think people can take advantage of you, you know what I'm saying? To your point, yeah. like, you know, because just because you love doing it or you're so lucky that you're sitting in the background, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And, and that's such a good point too, about because you love something, you, you know, people think they shouldn't get paid for it. Uh, and, and, you know, Hey, I don't like comedy, but I should, <laughs> I should definitely get paid for it because it sucks. So, um, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. crazy, and and it, it kind of sucks. I mean, it really sucks because, in the end, uh, uh, Priya and and Sola and and Rick Martinez and these people, yes, they're 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 still going to be working um, in, in the in the magazine, but w- they're not going to be in the video. That's what really that what this comes down to is they got cut from this channel. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. and this channel is you know the that's that's the bottom line. Yeah, no, Condé Nast really screwed this one up. Like, honestly, like, I was talking to my brother about it last night, and he's like, it, this could have been their reboot. This could have been, like, Degrassi yeah, or something. You know, season two or whatever. Like, you know, yeah. like, just, like, bring in new characters. Like, do the whole thing. Like, it's a new story. Bring line. in new like, characters. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, like, that's, that's you know. I mean, that's yeah. essentially what they're being forced to do now. Like they just, they could have made the decision to do it in a, in a nice, smart, good way. But instead they're just like, they screwed it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it it, it wow. seems like they just didn't, they were, I think uh, calling out someone or something is like phase one, but people really want to see phase two, which is like your actions, you know? And yeah. like typically, yeah. I mean, you would think a corporation would be like, Okay, we screwed the pooch on that one. Let's let's do a whole new program. And yeah. then they're still they're still like, no, we're gonna pay you thirty thousand dollars. Like that. Yeah. These numbers are so insult. I, I like I, I just can't understand. Like what? Yeah. Also, when it when it comes to food, I just I don't know why people of color get mistreated because like 
I don't know what kind of food channel America would have if you just took away all the food that come from different countries. <laughs> like you gotta, you, you know, just like, have uh, bread. You'd have bread, <laughs> Fumi. And then my mom, my mom laughing in the background. <laughs> bread, bread. Yeah. Welcome, welcome back, welcome back to Bon Appetit. That's Today we're going to have bread. Bread. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your story. It was super inspiring. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people are feeling that way. You know, I, I got to be honest. I, I, there was a point. I, I've never seriously considered quitting comedy until the coronavirus happened. Then I seriously you considered did. it. And it, and it was did. really you weird. About, you thought about moving. You were, you were good. I, I'm telling you, Fumi, if you had moved, I saved your fucking career, okay? If you had fucking moved, there's no fucking way you would be able... Like, there's no fucking... Okay, you, you were like, oh, am I moving? You know, no, where the fuck? Ohio or wherever. I'm like, there's no fucking way. You, there's no comedy. You saved out. my career. I fucking saved your ass, dog. Okay, you're about... You're about oh, oh, I want to get a dog. It's either a dog or a comedy. Okay, one of the two. You can't have both. No comedians have dogs. Yes. Yeah, so, um, uh, you, you'll, you'll be getting commissioned. Don't worry. You can I'll be getting me. commissioned. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Alina, to, uh, for coming on the show and, and talking yes. about all this stuff and your experiences uh we wish you good luck and i'm sure we'll have you on again at some point uh where can our fans find you uh you can find me on instagram at e-l-e-c-h-a-n and that's where you'll hear all of my updates. Um, yeah, and if you're on the West Coast, uh, be sure to keep tabs on her and check out her new uh, uh, the place she'll be working, which we cannot say yet. But uh, oh, you, we we can't talk about that yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay, no problem. No problem. No problem. <laughs> well, <laughs> if, yeah. Wait, if but can we can we say San Francisco though, or no? San Francisco, yes. yes. I was so in San, Fr- San Francisco, and there's something really fun in the works um and when we're ready i'll definitely post on instagram so. please support her financially she owes her dad a lot of money okay oh that's God, what yes. this is about <laughs> this is what this is about honestly plug your venmo that's Do it. you never know man <laughs> oh my gosh uh, as always you can find us on the social media we're on there at Asian Not Asian Pod please give us a follow I'm also on all platforms at the Fumi Abe that's T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E hey you can find me on Instagram at NicePantsBro please 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 come to our Hack City stand-up show on Zoom every Friday 8pm Eastern just go to AsianNotAsianPod.com for tickets they are free and we do it every week different comedians every time find us on Patreon patreon.com slash AsianNotAsianPod for bonus content we have uh, one new uh, one bonus episode per, per month so if you join now there's like 14 new episodes you can listen to of just us keeping it raw um, I think that's our show uh, thank you so much Alina again this was so much fun and uh, we wish you uh, the best of luck and Anals we'll see you guys next week bye Bye. Okay, we're um, we're gonna do our Patreon shoutouts. If you don't know what we're talking about, uh, join us at Patreon. Sorry, Patreon.com/slash/AsianNotAsianPod for bonus content. And if you join, you also get a shout out on the podcast. If you give us certain money, we slide into your DMs. It's a real good time. We have a lot of people. Yep. Um, that's part of our army. So please check that out. Okay, our newest Patreon. For sure people for this month let me pull them up here we go we're gonna try to guess your ethnicity based on your last name here we go john hogan this is my friend this is my friend john hogan from google john he makes, hogan he drives a an, uh, an audi he's rich as fuck he works at google uh he uh, is <laughs> i can tell that he yeah i can tell that he is he is your friend because he sounds midwestern as a motherfucker no he's know. actually is, is that true no he's he's from hawaii and um, oh. he's he's half Asian. He actually looks very Asian. Is he the guy? A guy I met once. You might have met him. He's Did half. Meet him? He's half Thai, half Irish. Mm, yeah. Mm, 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 he said mm, he said people mm. get confused when he goes to job interviews. 
I'm I was confused, but people also get confused during spot spot uh during uh. Uh, Patreon shoutouts. So that's true. That's true. Good, good for you. Good for me. <laughs> okay. Thank you, John. Thank you. You probably should have given Thanks, more. So that's that's that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> next, we have Bella Tsai. T S A Y. T S A Y. Taiwanese. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Why not? <laughs> Taiwanese. <laughs> Me- Melissa Young, but spelled Y O U N G. I think this person is Swedish. Why? Y O U N G. I'm gonna say uh, they. Young are, is a Swedish last name. Uh, uh, yes. Also, uh, Mormon. Hmm? You know. Not even yeah. a race. Mormon. We know your religion. Now we're doing religion. Not even now. a race. Let's also do religion. We're now we're doing. Okay. We know, Next. We're also, we got to that. <laughs> yeah. Let's also do that. Yeah. Next we got Kristen Choi, Korean and Choi? Christian. And a Presbyterian. Is that okay? is that a thing? That's the one. Ooh. That, uh, it is now a Korean Presbyterian Church. You know, where's that big van, the big Korean van that, you know what I'm saying, that they use to go to Bible study? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Okay, next we have Cassandra Nguyen. Cassandra Nguyen, uh, Vietnamese, and as all Vietnamese are, we're Catholic, Catholic. but we're also, a- also animists, you know? What's an so, animist? You know, we believe in, like, spirits and shit. Oh, you know that's fun. That's more fun. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, it's like it's like a it's like a heretical Catholic, you know, <laughs> because we still we worship Jesus, but also Grandma. That's so, a very Vietnamese know, hey. thing. You have like a you have your main religion, bitch, but you got your side hoe, your side religious hoe. We got the side one. We got the side, <laughs> which one. is just like We're the sun. Like, hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We just throw we just throw in a little Buddhism in there too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We just send them some DMs. Yo, yeah, why not? Okay, we got two more. This person's name is just Danny. D A N N Y. D-A-N-N-Y. First of all, going to say it, Chinese, for sure. Chinese. That's a, that's a Danny move. That is a Danny um, move. And this person, uh, you know what? Agnostic. Agnostic. Mm. Only Waiting focused on his where it all plays salary. Out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Finally, we have, um, I don't know how to pronounce this, e- Irie or Irie or Irie, I-R-I-E. And then the last name is Monte. I- Irie, Irie Monte. Monte. How do you spell the last name? M-O-N-T-E. Yeah. M-O-N-T-E. Huh. I'm going to say... It's like cent- uh, Central European. Filipino. Filipino? Oh, yeah. Okay. Really? Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. Gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Filipino. I'm going to go Filipino. Catholic, of course. Yes, of course. Right? Yeah. But uh, ultimately still worships Pacquiao. So there yeah, you go. Yeah, there you go. That's your religion. Uh, that's the one. That's the, bo- that's the God right there. Well, hope you enjoyed the shout out, everybody. Thank you so much for your contribution. Uh, if you're not part of the Patreon family, please check out patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian pod.